Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mavs Corner. My name is Kyle Klish, and on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about that very, very good win against the Philadelphia Sixers. Isn't it lovely that we beat the Philadelphia Sixers on the road? And then later, I'll be giving you a preview against our next matchup. is going to be against the Toronto Raptors. We've already faced them this year, and I believe we beat them. So definitely want to talk about that they are dealing with a bunch of injuries themselves a little spoiler alert so i'll be getting to that but first i want to talk about this win last night against the philadelphia sixers the mavericks beat them 117 and 98 pretty handedly uh mavericks improved in 19 and 9 it's huge and the sixers dropped to 20 and 10 what a great what a great game overall to watch i mean the only thing that i really didn't like and this was like the first quarter and a half basically the first half was that we were kind of playing their game the Sixers game as far as turning the ball over so the Sixers they're they're not very good as far as turnovers and then the Mavericks they just seem to be playing their game that we were turning the ball over quite a bit too I was like man what are we doing like we're like we're the one of the best as far as ball security but I think we ended up cleaning it up let me look here really quick as far as the numbers I got them pulled up here Come on. It's taking a while here. But I think we, I mean, we ended up winning anyway. So, yeah, well, we turned the ball over 16 times. That's a little more than usual. I think we're averaging like 13 or 14. Whereas the Sixers, they turned the ball over 15 times. So, yikes. We turned the ball over more than they did. But anyway, so let's talk about the numbers. Porzingis, obviously, first played 37 minutes. So he's just continuously getting these extended minutes if you will I mean 37 is quite a bit I think the other the, the previous game against the Celtics he got 38 something like that anyway so this game he played he played a solid game yet again uh, 10 of 19 overall from the field 2 of 6 from 3 pointers so, so pretty good shooting overall uh, rebounds huge 18 rebounds definitely a new career high for him I love it. Just, you gotta love it. Him, you know, clean up the boards, the glass. He's mentioned it early in the season that he was focusing more on getting boards. He's obviously been doing that. So it's, it's, it's like above and beyond what we were hoping for. So he's definitely exceeding my expectations as far as rebounds. And I would be shocked if he isn't exceeding expectations for every anybody you know what I mean like who would projected that he could get 18 rebounds in a game that's just ridiculous it's awesome he got a steal and he got three blocks love it last three games he's got either three or two I think he got two and one and then three in the other two including tonight's or last night's game three blocks huge 22 points overall so not a crazy high number as far as points it wasn't even the most from a Maverick but very very good game for Porzingis. Love it. Just absolutely love it. Had some. Had a couple ferocious dunks. Oh yeah. And then I was gonna say especially the last one, but they were. They I think he had two really good ones. It was. They were both awesome. So I just love that. Definitely uplifts the team, the morale. It's it's just great. So Porzingis is playing very well. It's very nice. Dorian Finney-Smith played 31 minutes. Shot the ball three of five. One of three from three pointer. Made all four of his free throws. 
and picked up six rebounds, four assists to three turnovers, but two steals. Ended up with 11 points. Very, very sneaky, and that's not surprising. You know, sneaky, but not surprising. Is <laughs> Dwayne Finney Smith? He's that kind of guy. He's our defensive specialist, along with Kleba. He just does things that can't be measured. The hustle he put, he gives in pretty much every possession is just. He gives you a lot of things, it's, and DeLon Wright does that too. Things that you don't really see too much as far as numbers, but you know that he's providing some, you know, good defensive effort and offensive stuff too. So Dwight Powell played 25 minutes, 2 of 6 from the field, 0 for 1 from 3s, 5 from 6 from the free throw line. So that's a good thing, like that. 5 rebounds, 4 assists to only 1 turnover, so... Pretty decent game from Dwight Powell. Ended up with nine points. He's the only starter that did not get double digits, so not bad. Jalen Brunson played 25 minutes, five of nine from the field. It's very nice. For, pretty cool for him to come home to his, you know, Philadelphia, you know, Villanova, and he was, you know, uh, he won two national t- titles there. And then it was just revealed uh, yesterday. I think it was yesterday. You listen to this on Saturday that he was named the College Player of the Decade. That is ridiculous. That like ridiculously awesome. That's just that's crazy, and we have him. He and he was our second round pick, same draft as Luka Doncic. So, really nice, uh, nice game from him. Nice, nice return for him. And his dad was there too. That was pretty cool. Uh, missed both his three pointers, but he made his one free throw like that. Seven assists, three rebounds, seven assists to two, two turnovers. Not bad. Greater than a three to one ratio. That's 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 really good. One steal, one block, and with 11 points. Pretty good game from Jalen Brunson overall. To wrap up the starting five, Tim Hardaway Jr., 32 minutes, 10 of 21, which is... It's it's uh, two different stories. Now, the first quarter, he lit, the, he lit it up. He ended up with like 19 points out of the first quarter. He was like darn near perfect. And then he got really cold, and then he kind of picked up a little spark there towards the back end of the game but 10 of 21 7 of 11 from three pointers 7 11 that is huge that is a great stat even if he was 6 of 11 or 5 of 11 it would have been great I mean, 4 of 11 would have been all right but 7 of 11 nice four rebounds one assist one steal and with 27 points that was that's your game high dude and if I had to pick somebody, I would have to pick Tim Hardaway Jr. as the uh, player of the game, not named Luca or Porzingis. I mean, Porzingis, I know it's usually not named Luca anymore, but it's a toss-up between Porzingis and Tim Tim Hardaway. That they both put in great games, and yeah, you know, I've talked about this before. Porzingis, as far as like Luca being out, we needed Porzingis to you know become more into his original form, I guess original. He's he's taking on a new form. He's getting rebounds. He's playing really good defense. So he's he's a he's a new Porzingis. But as far as the offensive production, we needed him to you know get back to having you know elite offensive skills. And he he has. He's definitely gotten a lot more comfortable the last several games for sure. It's been a huge difference in just a short amount of period now from 
you know, the first month he was, you know, kind of shy and getting used to the shooting and all that. And then like two weeks ago, like you could tell he was, he made an improvement. And then within the last two weeks, it's been a huge improvement. So he's, he's definitely finding his way. So anyway, I mentioned that Porzingis needs to be doing well during this time that Luca's out. And then someone else, at least one other person needs to step up. And it's been Curry the last two games, but last night's game, Tim Hardaway picked it up. So I'd like to see that. Moving on to the bench, uh, Maxi Kleba played 23 minutes, four of five from the field. So darn near perfect. One of two from three pointers. So he missed one three pointer, but man, really good shooting night from him. He missed a free throw. Isn't that crazy? I talked about how great his free throw shooting was. It was like 9%, and then he misses a free throw. I was like, dang it. <laughs> it was me. I did it. I jinxed him. No, but uh, let's see. In 23 minutes, he picked up three rebounds. Kind of wish he had picked up more, but he had a pretty good, uh, pretty big task as far as defending Joel Embiid. And let me tell you, he beat Joel Embiid a couple times, like whenever he had the ball to drive in and dunk or lay up. You know, he he made it look good. He he put Joel. I wasn't sure if he put Joel Embiid on skates, but when you if you're good enough to get around Joel Embiid, like especially down low, like you're doing something right. And that's what Maxi was doing. He, he was doing things. He was doing some right things. So uh, two assists, one steal, and ended up with ten points. So I like that. I like a good night from Maxi. Boban. Boban played only five minutes, which is shocking. It felt like he played a lot more than that. I don't know. It was it was magical. Played five minutes. He missed both his free throws. It's unusual for him. Picked up one rebound. That's all he did. But I say that as far as numbers. He still he he played a little bit to give Porzingis a rest, and then also more importantly to defend Joel Embiid whenever he was trying to dominate down low, and yeah, that kind of stopped it. So. Pretty cool to see Boban get some minutes, especially against the Sixers, you know, Toby, Bobby, and all that stuff. DeLon Wright played 23 minutes. I like that. I like him getting north of 20 minutes. So 23, 23 minutes for DeLon Wright, 2 of 3 from the field, 4 of 4 from free throws, 7 rebounds. My gosh, how's he do it? 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals. That is ridiculous i mean four steals that is amazing and he ended up with eight points what a great night from delon right four steals that is ridiculous that's awesome uh curry played 21 minutes four four of eight from the field one of three from three pointers made both his free throws and then he dished out one assist so i didn't do much more besides shoot which is fine he got he ended up with 11 points pretty good night from curry and then last but certainly not least, the accountant. My gosh, he played 18 minutes. That was definitely a uh, curveball for last night's game is that he threw Ryan Brokoff into basically what Justin Jackson was playing like the last couple weeks, kind of early into the game and then later in the game. And so he ended up with 18 minutes, 3 of 7 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3-pointer, so 40%. I like that. That's his specialty, his 3-pointer. Uh, picked up two rebounds and ended up with eight points. So I really like to see Ryan Brokoff getting those minutes. It's awesome. I hope that kind of stays up there. Unfortunately, that means that Justin Jackson doesn't get to play, but that's what you get with the, with a deep bench. You know, some people are going to be left out, and so we'll see what happens. I, I don't want to speculate anything, but uh, it's a good sign. It's really good. I mean, you, 
can't complain about that. So love it. Uh, want to update really quick before I go on break as far as Luca's injury. He did uh, do some warm ups uh, last night pregame, you know, obviously right before the game. He was doing sprints down the, the entire court. He was playing a little bit one on one. He's looking really good. It looks like he might be returning pretty soon. I uh, speculate that he doesn't play against the Toronto Raptors, but I would be a little surprised if he doesn't come back for the Spurs game. That would be on December 26th. But I definitely uh, expect him to be back by the end of the month for sure, like against either the Golden State Warriors or the Lakers, and definitely, definitely by the Oklahoma City Thunder at the New Year's Eve game. So, guys, I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, I am going to give you just a little brief preview of the game against the Toronto Raptors. So you guys stay tuned. All right, then, welcome back to the Mavs Corner. On this episode, I was giving you a breakdown of the win last night against the Philadelphia Sixers. The Mavericks beat them 117 98. The Mavericks improved to 19 and 9. I believe that puts us, we might still be in the fifth in the standings as far as Western Conference. We might be fourth, could be third. Can't remember anymore, but we're we're up there. We're we're fighting with with the big boys. So uh, now I want to give you a brief preview of the game is going to be on Sunday, I believe, against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Twenty second. So yes, it'll be Sunday. You'll you're listening to this on Saturday, so it's going to be tomorrow. Uh, now we had already played the Raptors, and I believe we beat them. So hopefully we do the same thing. We talk about the. I think I gave you a little uh, teaser as far as the Raptors and their injury report. They they are they have been hit with the injury bug. So, Mark Gasol he's out. This is all updated since uh, December nineteenth. So this is you're listening to this on twenty first. So two days ago, two days news, old news. Mark Gasol he's out with a hamstring. He's listed as he's out. He was out for Friday's game. Uh, so he might come back Sunday. Uh, we'll see, but I would speculate that he doesn't. Stanley Johnson. Now this was December 11th. He is out with a groin injury. He hasn't played since November and there's no timetable for his return. So he may not play Norman Powell December 19th. He was out with a shoulder injury. Uh, he and he's out indefinitely, so he may not play. Uh, you got Matt Thomas. Now, he's been injured since November 26th. He, and then that news was November 26th. And at that point, he was going to miss at least four weeks with a broken left ring finger. So he will most likely not play. Fred Van Vliet, one of their, ooh, that's a really important dude. I mean, so was Marcus Hall, and so was Stanley Johnson and Orm Powell. I mean, but, Fred Van Vliet, he's definitely one of their top dudes. He is day-to-day with a knee injury. He was questionable for Friday's game, so he might have played. I can't. I'm not going to look that up. But So he, I would say, is questionable to probable uh, Fred Van Vliet for Sunday's game against the Mavericks. And then Pascal Siakam, arguably their best player. He is out with a groin injury. Uh, he stretched it, and he's out indefinitely. So, speculate that he won't be playing. So, they're going to be out of quite a bit of people. So, I wonder how they've been doing since they've been injured like this. 
and they've been doing okay the last five games, uh, not including Friday's game. I haven't looked at that, but the five games before that, they were they went four and one, so they've they've been doing okay. Um, so let's look at their numbers as a team. They are third in the league as far as three point percentage, and they are fifth in the league as far as uh, three pointers made, seventh in the league as far as three pointer attempts. So they're pretty good at shooting threes. So we need to watch out for their three pointers. They're not too great as far as two pointers. 24th in the league as far as two point percentage, and 23rd in the league as far as two point attempts. So definitely want to focus more on the three pointers. Uh, they are fourth in the league as far as free throw percentage, so we definitely don't want to foul them. I think the Mavericks are more, they're one of the better teams as far as not fouling the opponent, so hopefully that works out for us. Because obviously the Raptors, they, they want to get to the free throw line, so the less times they get to the free throw line, the better for us, because we're taking away one of their advantages, which is obviously free throw percentage. Uh, they're also pretty good at stealing the ball. They're fifth in the league. And getting eight and a half a game, I believe the Sixers were really good too, and that definitely caused us to to turn the ball over sixteen times last night. So hopefully we keep you know good control of the ball. We've been the best pretty much. In fact, I got our I've got our numbers pulled up. It's been a while, so I'm gonna look at those really quick. Let's see as far as turnovers, we're yeah we're number one in the league. We only average twelve point six a game. So. Uh, this, these stats aren't updated since the win last night against the Sixers, so that might be skewed a bit, but I'd say we're still up there at number one. Uh, let's check out some more stats from the Raptors here. They are second in the league as far as opponents scoring on them. They only allow 41.7% overall field goal percentage for their opponents. So their defense is really good. <laughs> Even three-point percentage, they're only allowing their opponents to shoot 32.9% from threes. And let's see, now the opponents, I want to say, yeah, they're, okay. Opponents definitely put up a good amount of three-pointers against the Raptors. The Raptors are dead last as, as far as that category goes. They're, they allow 38.7 three-point attempts, but they're really good at defending them, I guess. Being fourth in the league, they only allowed 32.9%, so... That hurts the Mavericks unless if I mean Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. likes to shoot three uh, threes with somebody right in his face. It's ridiculous. So maybe that works out for us. Uh, two point percentage. They're really good at defending that too, only allowing forty eight point two percent. Wonder if that has to do with their pace. No, their pace is thirteenth. So I mean they're they're faster than a normal or above. They're faster than an average team obviously they're top half of the league but they're not super fast either so that's not playing a real big role into these numbers uh let's see for some reason opponents can't shoot their free throws very well against the raptors so the raptors are fourth in the league as far as free throws at 80.7 percent opponents against the raptors are only shooting 75.5 percent from the free throw line putting the raptors sixth in the league as far as that category goes who's who knows Oh, Canada. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Magic fingers. And then, 
Yeah, like they're third in the league as far as turning the ball, uh, getting balls, to getting takeaways from the, uh, getting balls, getting the ball away from their opponent. So forcing 16.6 turnovers a game. So definitely want to watch out for the three-pointers as far as I mean, both ways. I mean, us defending their three-pointers and then them, them defending our threes, it's... It's going to be tough there and tough battle and then turnovers. So they're good at getting takeaways, whereas we're good at keeping ball security. So something is going to crack. Something's going to go one way or the other, right? I'd say between those two, those two categories of three pointers and then the turnovers. Key stats to look for uh, Sunday night. I think it's Sunday night. It's, It's Sunday. That's for sure. So as far as ratings go, the Raptors are 12th in the league as far as offensive rating, and they're 4th in the league as far as defensive rating. So very, very elite team as far as the defense goes. Not too bad offensively offensively either, just outside the top 10. Uh, like I mentioned before, their pace isn't that, you know, skewed. Like they're not one of the fastest ones. They're not one of the slowest ones either. They're just above the midway point, so... Uh, guys, I think that's going to do it for me. Just because of all the injuries, I don't I really like Pascal Siakam. I mean, we'll see what happens. Fred Van Vliet, they still have Kyle Lowry. Yeah, and a couple other players. I think they still have Serge Ibaka. So it's not going to be an easy game. It's going to be at Toronto. We and Here's the thing. It's been, it's been, a, it's been a road trip, and it's still going to be a road trip. All the way through the end of the year, except for the Spurs. We come home on December 26th to play the Spurs at home. After that, it's it's still just on the road. But this five-game road stretch against these top East teams, starting with the Heat, then the Celtics, then last night against the Sixers, and then the Raptors tomorrow. I feel like I'm missing a team. I might have skipped somebody. Oh, yeah, Milwaukee. Duh. So, anyway, these five games, I believe I said it, not last episode, but the episode before, that I was going to be ecstatic with just the one win that we got against Milwaukee. And that it was just going to be a bonus if we got another win. And sure enough, we did. We beat the Sixers on the road. What a great win. So, like, if we lose against the Raptors, as long as it, it's not like a blowout or, you know, as long as we don't get hurt or anything like that, that's fine. Obviously, it'd be great if we can take this W, too. That would just be, wow, we'd be on cloud nine, right? Yeah, cloud nine. But, uh, wow, we're we're doing a lot better than a lot of people thought, especially without Luca. And hopefully it's not too much longer. Luca, like I mentioned earlier, it looks like he's he's pretty much 100%, you know, sprinting down the floor and playing all one-on-one, so we're about to come back to full power, and it's going to be great. It's super fun to watch Luca, and it's been, it's been a good time watching Porzingis, you know, step up and become more get in, into his form, and it's just, it's great. So guys, I am going to sign off. As always, you can follow the podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, it's at Mavs Corner. As always, send me a comment, question, or give me a follow. I'd really appreciate that. And as always, thank you for listening to the Mass Corner. And I hope you guys have a good day. Take care.